0: This is finally classically black podcast <laughs>
1: where we talk all things classical music and being black in the profession
0: with trap beats playing in the background. All right, we're here. Yep, um, how many times to start that? Six after episode 267? Perfect. Mm-hmm. Period. We move, we in and out. Got news? <laughs> hey, Patreon. <gasps> hey y'all my bad sorry for being rude (laughs) everybody else but hey patreon (laughs) my bad i love y'all um
1: but yes i do have news first of all if you are in new york city y'all should go to the julia perry festival it's happening in new york on march 13th through 16th it's coinciding with Julia Perry's one hundredth birthday in March, and it's it's going to be presented by the Experi- experiential rather orchestra in Vitimus. I hope I'm saying that right. Um, they've been working towards raising awareness of Julia Perry's music over the last few years um, through the African Diaspora Music Project. So it's also going to be coinciding with the release of American Counterpoints, which is going to feature the first ever commercial recordings of Julia Perry's music, along with some music by Coleridge Taylor Perkinson and Curtis Stewart, who is the artistic director of the American Composers Orchestra. Um, And that's gonna be released on March 1st, that album. So it's gonna include um, some performances by Will Liverman, who we've talked about and has been a Black since I believe. And if you saw Fire Shut Up In My Bones at the Met, he was a lead in that. Um, also performances by Curtis Stewart, Public Quartet, um, Dr. Samantha Ajay.
0: Hey.
1: Um, the Experiential Orchestra, um, Brandon Patrick George, who was the flutist of Imani Winds, And more. There's also going to be some lectures that are completely free to the public um, about Julia Perry's life um, and some work um, and and some of her work by scholars um, from all across the country. There's also going to be a day of mentorship and a side by side orchestral reading um, with New York City area music conservatory students um, to help expose them to her music. So there's going to be chamber music, choral music, orchestral music um, that Julie Perry has composed all throughout those four days. So I'm going to link the press release so you can um, read more about it. Or if I find a better link, like to the actual thing, we have the press release, but if there's a, I'm sure there's a landing page or something, and I will link that so that y'all can go if you're in New York. Also, Juilliard just announced that they are appointing Valerie Coleman to their composition faculty, effective 2024-25 academic year.
0: Period.
1: If you don't know, Valerie Coleman is, um, she was the original flutist of the Umadi Winds, but she is also a composer. Um, so the chair of uh, the composition department said, we look forward to welcoming um, these remarkable composers and gifted teachers to Juilliard, um, Valerie Coleman and Nina C. Young, who is also being appointed along with Valerie Coleman, um, will undoubtedly bring to our students their unique artistry, expertise, and abiding devotion to excellent mentorship. So here we is. Shout out to her. I mean, she Grammy nominated. Now she's uh, teaching at Juilliard. She's had, they have Um here, A list of her many, many, many uh uh commissions: Philadelphia Orchestra, LA Phil, Carnegie Hall, Atlanta Symphony, Library of Congress, the Met. Like that tuition, that Julia got tuition. They got her and (laughs) Joe.
0: Them kids cannot afford to go there no more.
1: (laughs) You go on Julia's website. They say under tuition, under tuition, a kidney.
0: Right (laughs) at this point. It's not even a dollar it?
1: amount <laughs> Get on like, the operating you know, table
0: <laughs> You know how like When you try to buy Steak at a nice restaurant It will say like Market price That's what That's what they say When you try to go to Juilliard Especially being Joe's studio They'd be like Market price We'll see
1: Or like I remember when I used to Look at like, look at, like Fashion magazines would be like Price upon request For like the luxury things. <laughs> <items>. Like <laughs>
0: Oh, you got the girls shaking at Juilliard. They' wondering. <laughs> Period. That's what
1: to say when you when you apply to Juilliard. Price of fun request.
0: Right. They charging the we
1: <laughs> Period. Okay. Then we flying through the news. I just got one more thing. Um, I came across this other day, and I was like, actually, just yesterday, it was announced, and I was just like, LOL. Apparently, um, Sky, um the Jackson? no sky studios i was trying to figure out if it was oh. network whatever but studios sky studios is developing a limited series called amadeus about the life of mozart
0: um yeah who's the producer on it.
1: i mean wilson's well, produced by two cities television Um, it says that it will reunite the team behind crime series Geary slash Haji, which I've never seen and don't know, but it says Joe Barton writing the screenplay and Julian Farino directing, um, yeah. And it's shooting later this year, produced by Two Cities Television in association with Sky Studios. It's a reimagining of Peter Schaefer's 1979 stage play Amadeus, um, which is going to be adapted by um what's his name who's writing it barton um with um if you've watched white lotus it says will sharp who is in white lotus is going to be playing mozart if that means anything to y'all i've never seen white lotus so
0: i could get it.
1: um yeah apparently the the stage play was award-winning in live theater in London and New York. Um, and it was inspired by the night. I mean, and inspired rather, uh, the film that came out in 1984, which we talked about, I think last year, um, and the film won eight Oscars, including best picture, which is okay. And, um, yeah, the sky original series, it says that it's going to play up the mythic rivalry between Mozart and Salieri. um, it says this is the w- what we have from them on what it's going to be about. It says recently unemployed and without management and without the management of his father same not this my
0: life story. Right. <laughs> You're not the only <laughs> one. Not the unemployed part but definitely without the oh. okay, my, y'all it both. I mean y'all know my business. I mean, I've never mentioned that nigga. I mean I never
1: Just keep going. No, <laughs> so we gonna sit in that. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. But I'm just saying, Mozart not the only one. Okay, you're not special,
0: right? When <laughs> like you wrote a little one-two now, oh, you got a TV show, girl. write a TV show about me?
1: Recently, Sitting unef- around doing nothing. <laughs> Recently, unimportant. Without the management of his father, Amadeus um, finds an unlikely ally in a young singer who will become his his wife, fiery Constanza Weber Mozart. Her connections help bring him into the orbit of court composer Antonio Salieri, setting the three of them on a collision course that will ultimately define their lives and their legacies for years to come. That's the synopsis that was provided by the producers. Um, oh, here's the executive producers at the end. Paul Gilbert, Megan Spanjan, Michael Jackson, I'm sure. Uh, Sharp, Farino, and um, Stephen Wright. I'm. I just. It's just amazing when people have names like that. It's like you want to add like a little initial in there, like
0: yeah, oh, yeah. You gotta It's so the
1: name recognition, like yo. But um, and Alice C. Bright will serve our executive producers. And Farino and Alice C. Bright will uh, serve as directors. Um, it also says that NBC Universal Global TV Distribution is handling international sales of the series. So. We'll see. It's shooting later this year. And we'll see if we if we pop up with our Amadeus uh, series.
0: Yeah, I was wondering who was executive producing because they give you a limited series about Mozart. You got to be that girl. Limited series, period. And then about Mozart. I was like, we're going to see. We're going to see. Girls love Mesto, though. So they really going to play up that. Yeah. You're lucky his estate did because... And also, I could see, especially
1: with the rise, I feel like people are liking that kind of, like, historical drama type, you know, with mm-hmm. the Bridgerton, the crown. The crown is a little more recent, of course, but, yeah, like.
0: Bridgerton's completely
1: fabricated. But it's that, but the it's crown that, like, is so old-looking and, like. Yeah. And they be having flashbacks and stuff like that. Like, it's that.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. well it's, like, it? messy. The girls love a t- I don't feel weird about true crime. Um, yeah. But. It's different. I'm we'll gonna see. Excited? I mean, as long as it's not what did it say what's gonna be? It's gonna be a drama. i you know I don't do no jump scares and nothing to have. I mean Okay, he so what he going
1: <laughs> 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 Compose Okay, y'all can't see unless you're on Patreon, like, he, that's the jump scare. I
0: mean you never you know, like little stuff, you know, Salieri he, I know he wherever he at, I know he's sick. They dragging this man name to the mud yeah I mean like I think to it's a gonna hater. be yeah I think it's gonna be a drama yeah.
1: I mean we I'm sure we'll watch it for the plot if it's yeah I'll watch if, it if I'm, I'm gonna see what you hear I'm, you know we have we'll, we'll talk about it we <laughs> yeah, should low-key yeah. do a little thing where we, we pick composers we would actually want to see stuff of their life
0: i want to see
1: because we have a couple we still haven't watched it's on the list but we haven't done immortal beloved oh yeah we watched oh, you mean a. stuff that's
0: actually out okay i'm back
1: somebody said yes waldo and i'm like That will be crazy that would be a thriller <laughs> right somebody said or, Berlioz, he was acting up
0: was Berlioz acting up
1: yeah he was the one who was on that he was on a train, cross-dressed, to go find that lady.
0: Oh, you right. And he jumped out into that. the water. Yeah. I, you know what? For the plot, I would want to see a movie about C because imagine making a man treat you like that and he can't even write downbeats. That's embarrassing. Like, he yelling at you, his music don't even yell. Whole, what are you okay. talking about? <laughs> like, you soft. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm. I feel like, yeah, I want to see more villain stories start with W C. Guess Waldo. Guess Waldo would be fun in that if it was written. You know what I want to see? I want to see I want to see Gatsby as a comedy told from the perspective of Gatsby. Reimagine as like Guess Waldo being like a podcasting dude, not podcasting but that character that kind of like those character traits because mm-hmm. you flipped the story on his head and you he told it from his point of view. You, you, we killing everybody in sight because, and then his buddy's like, Yeah, like, you know, because females not that you know what I'm saying? That could be that's comedy. Like, I want to see it flipped on his head. That's I would watch against What a movie that was a comedy and he's trying to, I mean, but it would have to be the end will have to be changed. You can't go in there and kill all the people, but yeah. like, um, it would be challenging. It will have to be m- manipulated in that. Like, maybe he's coming up with an elaborate plan to do so and something like that. But that's what I want to see. I want them to encourage him. And, and matter of fact, barely else would be even better for that. I want I want to see his buddies encouraging him. Like, no, nah, you got to go get your go get your girl back. Can't have this man playing in your face. That's what I want to see.
1: I have an idea of who I want to see, but we're going to save it. Because I need to refresh my my memory on some ideas of
0: of this person's life, but yeah, I want to see the girls having fun. I want to see, I want to see reimagined, reimaginings. I had something for the William Grant still, but that's not for this audience. <laughs> so, well, that's for the group. That's for not even the group chat. It's me doing. I but mean, it would
1: be a relatable story for many. Oh, so
0: you, you girls, you men in classical music oh. would, lo- would love, would love. Winnbrandt
1: still story. As with some other folks we know. Cool. So
0: Delaney, since we're Who you.
1: All right. Well, that's the news you this week. You are so freaking
0: trifling. Listen, I was talking. I was talking to uh, and She said she don't see that from me.
1: So, you, don't uh, even know you. You <laughs> know me, girl.
0: Know me. We hang out all the time. Oh, girl. She's just over here. So,
1: oh, girl, and I've known you for five years, so (laughs) be for real.
0: (laughs) Listen, I'm all I know, I'm clear my name. Y'all gonna see, the world gonna see. Uh Anyway, speaking of William Grant, still for the intermission, um, Love of His Blind is back, and um, I am having an interesting time.
1: Are you watching it?
0: Yeah, I'm watching it. I'm having an interesting time. I thought the episodes came out tomorrow As in the 22nd But apparently they're out today So I might take a gander Um, I feel like this is probably Not an insufferable season I feel like no season's beating shake And that American flag dude So, so far so Okay Um, But I had a thought I was like What if it was Love is Blind But instead instead of like It being like you talk to this person Get to know them like in a pod oh for people who don't know what love is blind is love is blind is a tv show in which it's a reality dating show in which you meet someone you date people lots of people but you can't see them you can only hear them and then by the end of your time in the pods what they're called you um marry them and then you have a trial period of i think four weeks and then you have an actual wedding you get engaged and then you have a wedding and then you at the altar decide whether or not you're going to marry the person. It is actually (laughs) the most asinine (laughs) thing on Blue Ivy Carter's internet. But what can we do? So um I was like once I get into know people, like what if it was like you had to like hear someone play their excerpts and then you decide on how they play. Now at first, I thought this was an obvious answer. And then the more I thought about it, I was like, this is not so obvious for several reasons. And I wanted to ask you without prep, like, if you had to, list, if you had to pick a partner based on their excerpts, what would you listen for or what would you go for? And I wanted to ask off the cuff, because I didn't want you to Lenny's pensive. So I didn't want it to be like, and then...
1: It's actually worse, cause now then I would have had time to think about it. <laughs> now I would have to do it here. You thought that was gonna stop me? No,
0: <laughs> <laughs> I was hoping actually.
1: No, I mean I saw your tweet. There actually is something like that on. Um, it's not excerpts, obviously, but it's you know that that channel Jubilee that they be doing mm. like all that stuff. They have a like like a blind date musicians based off of like how they play type thing. I oh. didn't watch it cause I didn't care, but. It, they knew Stuff <laughs> so, like that be, like I don't know I I just feel I'd be weary of being exposed to too many different people's personalities so <laughs> like um this is crazy um I don't know cause there's nothing like if we being for real obviously okay I watch love is blind too I think the entire thing is ridiculous.
0: Wouldn't it be like, I love you? It's a, it's a, <laughs> I would have to do it. Cause I don't understand what, I just don't get it. And it like, I, it's crazy. When I, the other
1: day I was watching, it might be in one of the newer episodes, but, but they would stop talking about something. And then one of the dudes was like, but like, I know you, I'm like, you don't, you just met you them
0: what? like two Yo, weeks ago. <laughs> you remember, remember that chaotic sorry there's so much to talk about we gotta we gotta talk offline because when he was at the beach and jimmy was like oh ad is stacked in front of your girl and then she tried to go along with it she tried to go along with it and be like yeah because you know how like couples like to do that thing where it's like oh we both be checking out mm. she tried it made it worse <laughs> <laughs> then he just didn't. proceeded to talk to her <laughs> for like 30 minutes
1: Oh, gosh. Girls are going through it. There's, But honestly, I really don't think there's anything about somebody's playing that would convey to me. Anything about their, like, about being a partner. I mean, are we talking about just how they play? Are we talking about what they choose to play? Like, what's the situation?
0: Like, it's an audition. They all play the same thing.
1: Oh, oh, that, duh, that makes sense. (laughs) That's how it works. You know, I wouldn't know. I mean. Dang, I'm so far removed from that. The only thing, I mean, I guess there's, like, attention to detail and stuff like that. And, like, but. What would you listen for? You more yo you you got a trained ear.
0: I feel like for me, I went back and forth. I thought it was so easy. That's why, I, like, I tweeted and I left it, and then I was like, wait, because okay, someone say someone comes and they're not prepared. Mm-hmm. What does that say about their character? Well, two things. <laughs> many many things. They put forth their best effort, and it's like that could be good or bad they knew they shouldn't take the audition but went through with any with it anyway that could be good or bad they are they don't care which is bad like there's so many like things because and then the other side of that okay so they knock out the park and i think about people in my life who knock out the park Hate you. I don't know. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> so you. I, it's like it's like I don't know. You know what I'm saying? Like I don't know how to say it. Like, I, and then also like what happens in the audition? Like do you make a mistake and you fix it? And you save it? I'm like, oh that was sick. Like you know I don't know. Like I don't know who I would pick. Do I just someone who plays it flawlessly or do I pick someone? Who does an okay job? Or do I pick someone who does a poor job?
1: Sorry, y'all. I know y'all can probably... At this point, I can even see it on there. I don't know what time my neighbor's gardener comes, but apparently it's at this time. And apparently they're mowing the side of my house. So... I don't I mean, know. I can't hear anything. So oh, okay.
0: They
1: probably can't hear anything. I saw a little fuzzy... A little fuzziness on the... Uh, just for that last couple seconds. So, if you do hear something, that's what that is. My bad. I mean, it's not my bad. There's no way I could have known. So, um, I, it's funny because when you was like, well, what does that say about them? <laughs> the first thing that came to my mind was when you went to that audition. <laughs> having learned the wrong excerpt.
0: <laughs> and it's like, okay, so take me, like, I, I learned the wrong excerpt, right? So, it's like, so now you hear me slosh through this thing. And And that's why I'm
1: like... Because that don't really say nothing about you. I mean, nothing at least... I
0: mean, it says something about me. I don't have attention to detail.
1: I mean, it does, Um, but...
0: Yeah.
1: I wouldn't, like... Judge off of that.
0: Me knowing classical musicians, I'm actually having a hard time with being like, do I pick the one who's completely polished or do I pick someone who, like didn't do a good job because you might, you did do a good job. You might, be, you might be having more fun. You might be more fun.
1: <laughs> she biased. <laughs> <laughs> if I had to pick between those two, I would definitely pick the more polished one just because now, okay, you don't pay attention to detail. What else you're not paying attention to? Like that just, I feel like, I'm good because okay yeah, you might have more fun but I feel like audition is kind of a serious situation
0: that is true
1: so now you you, you talking about you know Jonathan the, the bills are not paid and he
0: and like, <laughs> <I, I mean, laughs> like <that,
1: laughs> he's talking about being goofy and having fun
0: that is true I mean also knowing me there's something more attractive than somebody who completely bodies their instrument so for real Will you, like, someone gets finer when they play well. You don't think so? Since when? I was just thinking about this
1: because, what was to thinking about this? I forgot. Literally, like, 30 minutes ago or whenever before we we got on here because I was thinking about when we was watching The Devil's Violinist and we was talking about how ridiculous it was when he started playing all nice and she was like, oh, my nah, God. Because she was doing too much. She
0: getting wet. It was too much. I'm just saying that, like,
1: Oh, and in Belcanto, too.
0: No, because that it was it was it was a siege. lot. Like, come on, like that's crazy. No, I'm talking about like it's just like oh, hmm. not like not enough to be. I stand by what I said. or Whatever, I probably said something along the lines of like y'all doing too much because they was doing way too much. But like, like oh, or like you see anybody doing their job well. Mm-hmm. You know, but like, there's something like you get finer when you do your job well. <laughs> Like especially like certain things like. I'm trying to think of certain, like, probably like something like more performative like I don't know, like a lawyer or something. Like if I see you cleaning some teeth, I'm like, oh my god, my dentist is so fine. It's just <laughs> like he was cleaning teeth. I mean, with a medical degree, but you know what I mean. Like <laughs> or like you cracked the code. I'm like, okay, what's that dude's name from um? Can't possible. Wade, Wade. Like, okay, Wade. You know what I mean? Not like that, but like, you know what I mean. Y'all, if y'all listen, you know what I mean. It's just seeing somebody do something. It's like, oh. hmm. So what you gonna do when
1: they come out behind the curtain? And they also, yeah. There's just there's just a lot of a lot of factors.
0: (laughs) I want there's there's a way for this to be done for classic musicians, and I will think through this because I feel like that could be also something fun for us. I mean, we already have something in the works, but like another little project I want to play basically I want to play matchmaker with y'all because I think that'll be fine and classical music is so messy why not just make it messier I feel like you should participate
1: because because respectfully I mean to to play matchmaker I feel like you know you got to get some credibility you got to have a match
0: no, I'm gonna just... I'm, That's I'm, why I'm Love is is hosted I'm, by
1: a married couple. I mean, they have no credibility, because, be for real. Say, like... I mean, that show is ridiculous, a, but...
0: And they do a terrible time hosting the... I hate them freaking, um... Reunions? Oh, my God. She does such a bad job. Mainly her. What's her name? Vanessa. Yeah, because she'd be having... She, like... She has the opportunity to ask good stuff, and it starts off, and then... I don't know. But anyway, no. I would be orchestrating... That'll see. Probably, That's not going to encourage nobody a, to participate. And I'll probably do something like a. Um, I can't participate in. Who you can't? Yes, you can. Have you ever been to an audition where you saw the proctor also? Okay, audition? it's not an audition though. <laughs> <No. laughs> because I think I think it should be cute if it, it will be cute if it was like fashioned after an audition. That's cute. Yeah, but With you can rounds, just for whatever
1: your round is. Mm. We we'll don't see.
0: have to. We'll see what the what the room says gonna be in a writer's room it's really gonna be me in final draft but i feel like only thing with classical musicians ain't nobody gonna participate in this but maybe that'll be yeah let me write that down there. before i forget which might be from to my benefit but okay um <laughs> that's like Let's get y'all mixing and mingling, mingling and mixing. Right? You as well. Delaney will also participate then. I'm not interested. Why not? How are you not interested?
1: You, it's your idea. You brought it up. You talk about how cute and amazing it is.
0: <laughs> right. I'm, it's my idea. I got to uh-huh. orchestrate. Okay. Look, you orchestrate when, when you and you participate. When's the last time you you seen a conductor whip an instrument off, off the podium? It happens. Mm-hmm.
1: When? It happens. I've seen Dudemel do it. Okay. That don't mean it ain't happen.
0: When did he do it when it wasn't for a bit?
1: Okay. This is a bit. Is this not a bit? You talk about people are actually no, going to find. Nate. A bit. It's not a bit? No. You think people are actually going to find their life partner on this? It's not. So it's.
0: Anything could happen. It's
1: a, complete, it's a completely serious venture it's not
0: serious a, and that like i'm gonna do it
1: exactly so allows. that's it but it's unserious otherwise so it's that a bit it's
0: serious we since what is love my sweet oh my god
1: You just can't be reasonable that's the problem
0: i feel like you can't you don't can't be all it. that reasonable.
1: it's it's a bit like <laughs> it is
0: <laughs> it is We can agree or disagree. You love doing that. Whatever. That's all I have, girl. We moving on? Mm-hmm.
1: All right. So, today we are talking about... Well, not talking about... We are coming, going or jumping off of a situation that happened a couple weeks ago in... Um, rap So, we're going to give a quick recap because it's ridiculous and y'all might have heard it already. Basically, there was a situation um between Nicki Minaj and Megan Thee Stallion.
0: It's between Nicki Minaj and herself.
1: It was. And um apparently this I don't know. Apparently this started a while ago. There's a whole history of Nicki shading and just being weird to rap girls that have come up after her Um, and Megan Thee Stallion is no exception Um, most people will say it started after Meg did a song with Cardi B WAP and it was very successful and then Nicki started being weird started um, just being weird about the whole situation that happened with Meg getting shot by Tory Lanez And just saying little comments here and there, being weird. Fast forward to earlier this year, Meg releases a song called Hiss, which has words for a lot of people on it. Um, And one of the most talked about lines is, y'all hoes don't be mad at Megan, y'all hoes mad at Megan's law. Which is the law that requires people to register as sex offenders, and one of those people that's required to register as a sex offender is Nicki Minaj's husband, Kenneth Petty, who is a convicted attempted raped, rapist. Um, so Nikki took that very oh, and also her brother is in prison for decades for raping a child. So um she took that very personally <clears throat> Which is crazy, which a lot of people were like, that could be a lot of people, especially in the entertainment industry, who have been accused, convicted, whatever, um, of being sexual predators. Nikki stood up with her hands and said, me, 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 me. You're talking about me.
0: Real time. <laughs> it was sweet. I don't follow Nikki. But once I saw something was going down, I, she. it was tweet after tweet, repost after re like it was insanity. quite literally insanity like quite literally
1: when she so she got on like instagram live apparently this was like hours after the song came out and was just like i could honestly picture her under a freeway underpass like the way she was like like acting she was acting very sporadic she was just being very strange like the stuff she was saying was very like she's not okay something's wrong and just for like days she was on twitter talking to herself tweeting stuff about meg saying all this crazy stuff calling her a, uh first of all saying that she lied about getting shot but also calling her a bullet fragment ass bitch telling her to get up on her good foot all this type of stuff but also she wasn't shot so like what what's the truth because you say she lying but she also has bullet fragments in her foot how does that work all of this crazy stuff yeah and she and then she released her, her own diss track which was absolutely terrible um called Bigfoot and meg has just let nikki talk to herself this entire time because on a song that she released his she said like this is the last time I am talking about this i'm putting all this shit to bed so Nikki's been talking to herself, and they just, she she tuckered herself out after after a few days of being absolutely unhinged <laughs> online.
0: Like, literally just tuckered herself.
1: Like, <laughs> I don't even know if she, did she come to and be like, oh my gosh, what did I do? Or is she just really that far gone that she thinks everything she did was fine? Because she looked crazy.
0: She looked a song. I, I didn't give her a stream. Well, I think I accidentally gave her a stream because I went to YouTube to see what the comments were. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, w- I was like, I'm going to stay up when she drops this song because I know it'll be on Twitter. Cause I, and there's lots of people who are like, here's a song, don't give it a stream. Yeah. And um I was like, wow. Like, this is bad. No, I know you're dead, mama.
1: I know you're dead. What? Yeah, she also brought up, yeah, Making <laughs> the Stallions' mother who died a couple years ago. And like all of this stuff. And, um, yeah, most of the song was just things that she had tweeted in her stupor. I don't know what it was, um, that she just decided to mix into a pot and throw it into a song and release it.
0: And like, yeah, I love that Meg. I mean, I just find it interesting that, like, the Megan's Law thing is is just a fact, but it's like... Drake got it way worse than you did Like <laughs> Way worse when she said "um, posting in another nigga's hood like a bat Like he be doing that Fake ass accents he be doing it I was just listening to him on a record Every any song that Drake hops on that's outside of his Genre he will assume That accent so if he's gonna be On a If he's gonna be on an Afrobeats record He will find some like contrived west african accent if he's on a a jamaican record he's going to find some weird caribbean adjacent accent like he does it all the time so it's like okay and she accused him of getting lipo Mm -hmm. because for his abs it's like he he got it way worse
1: and also that megan's law line could have been for him too because they found out he was texting that girl when she was like a teenager
0: so it's like you just was like like oh she's talking about me and I think Kifiri made a good point on the read when he said that like the the the, the line of your dead mama and stuff like is actually like obviously egregious like obviously but Kefiri's point that you expect rap to be like a bloodbath I, I never considered that perspective in that it's not going to be nice I thought it was tactless of course but that wasn't my problem. The problem I had was that you were... I mean, I did have a problem with that. But I'm just saying, additionally, rather. Um, you didn't rap well. You said you're the queen of rap. It gave very much market peasant. And then you are... I've always had a problem with the I've said that on this very podcast. Her talent cannot be denied. But she is just a bully. And nobody likes a bully. You want everyone to bow down to you. And it's like why aren't you happy for the people that are coming after you who have an easier time than you had it, which brings us to our topic today.
1: Yeah. I listened to that episode of the read where they talked about this. I didn't agree with Kit Fury at all on that. I was actually very disappointed in his, his take on that because he, at the end they wrapped it around where Crystal was like, yeah, I think I thought it was egregious, like to say that. And he was like, well, obviously. And I'm like, well, you, you said that after you just spent the last, like, 45 minutes saying, like, it's not... Well, I mean, it's a battle, right? As long as it's good and, and, and you know, it's supposed to be, like, whatever. I was just kind of like, I, I think there is a line. And so that, to me, that was just too far. Like, conjure up yeah. your mom. Are you kidding? Like, yeah. that was crazy.
0: I... I- he brought, he brought up a point that I never considered, but I do, I feel like, especially, like, you don't really have a, your your very own father was also killed traumatically not too long ago, so it's just, also, it's just weird, it was weird to me, but, like I said, he, Kifiri listens to rap a lot more than I do, and I it was, it was a point that I never considered, like, I never, I never considered that, like, oh, I guess, supposed to be a bloodbath, but, um, I thought it was in poor taste.
1: I listened to some pretty brutal diss records. I can't really remember anything that bad. Like that but like there's I mean Sheether, which is Remy Ma's uh diss to Nicki Minaj, crazy. Um Eminem's diss to Mariah Carey, crazy. Yeah, I just think there's, like which I would call both of those a bloodbath. I still think it's a, it's a bit too far. I do agree with the whole, like, dang, it can't even be good. Like, mm-hmm. but I, I think either, even if it was, like, good, I would have been kind of like, yeah, girl, that's a little bit much. Especially because the way she justified it was like, oh, you talk about my family. I'm like, it's not the same thing at all. Yeah, at like, her all. mom didn't do nothing. <laughs> you married and a also, rapist. Also, did she talk
0: about your, fa- like, your family?
1: <laughs> like, oh, I mean, her brother is also a rapist, so. Oh. Who she... Was like well the girls right. fast like or whatever. The eleven year old, oh my gosh, it yeah, yeah no she's 11 terrible. Eleven or twelve, no, no older than twelve. His stepdaughter. <gasps> yeah, he's in prison like yeah for a very long time, rightfully so. Crazy, I don't. I'm so sorry. I really don't believe if if I had a family member that did that, you have to suffer the consequences. That's
0: crazy. Did she write a letter to a judge or something like? I wasn't really following because, like I said, I don't every time the humanize like trends, I just kind of like ignore it mm-hmm. unless it's, it can't be ignored or like, unless I, I mean, my side is winning. So like she went back and forth with Cardi. I will always tend toes down with Cardi. I think she just has personality and she's kind and whatever. Um, the lotto thing irritated me because lotto was also just trying to do her thing and she works hard and yeah, that irritated me. So I don't really be paying attention to to her unless Kifiri brings it up, or um, that's actually that's it. I hear Bunnyman because I just I'm not I I don't have her blocked. Yeah, I have her because oh, but I don't yeah I don't follow her. I don't but because I need I want to know like she was beefing with was she beefing with Glorilla was it Glorilla? No, it wasn't Glorilla. It was somebody random. I'm like girl, what are you doing? She just. And someone made a good point about her because it was like you really don't be seeing her with no ads or nothing it's like you all these girls have the careers that you want and it's like before the rapist husband before like all that other stuff it's like i wonder why no one thought she was brand safe no like she don't be having no deals whatsoever and it's like i just saw cardi she had something with nicks right now like it's like do and I'm like do brands I wonder does brand safe also include like your personality like how you interact with your peers you know what I mean because I mean Cardi is the one who pulled up on Nicki at that Vogue event years ago right mm. she was the one that's and that's what made me that's actually since I've been since I've not been a fan of Nicki it was that moment because you was talking all this stuff about Cardi you were talking about her being a parent and all this other stuff and Cardi up on you she said let's fight and i understand having stuff to lose that's not what i'm talking about i'm talking about you've coward. you didn't even argue with her you tr- you cowered behind your security and that's why i was like oh she just running her mouth and i just lost respect for her but it's like i wonder if people care about how you interact with your peers is that part of the brand safe argument because I, there's no other reason until recently that i can see why nikki would not have had like meg has got nike and some old stuff and it's like Saweetie just did what is it true religion like what's that about like is she blacklisted for real for real for real or like she don't be having nothing
1: yeah now I'm trying to remember if I can remember anything I saw she has something in Roblox okay that was one but that was very that was like maybe a couple months ago but that's a really not that's nothing compared to Meg got Planet Fitness, she had Hot Cheetos, she had Nikes, she had, like, all this type of stuff. I do think that Nikki could have, even if it wasn't a reality, like, it wasn't a reality for um her, like, years ago when she was, you know, in her prime and stuff like that, I don't think she could have had a space in this new, like, space where there is room for women rappers to do that. I just wonder if, yeah, this, I think, is a factor and also, I wonder if it's a team thing. She also seems like the type of things where, like, is does anybody is anybody on her team comfortable like actually guiding her? Does she take guidance from her team? That's something that I have know that I've wondered about a lot of celebrities, honestly, because a lot of celebrities I feel like they're they're very front facing, and they also have especially when you have a cult following like she does. You have so many yes men, and you believe that you know better than everybody. Because there's so many things that celebrities have done where I'm like, where is your publicist? But they don't listen to their publicist or they don't have one or they just the publicist is just there for decoration. So I wonder, like, if she's even like I like I don't even know, like, is her team just there for decoration? Are they actually guiding her? Does she take guidance from them? She was just on Instagram Live yesterday. I saw it on Twitter asking her fans to ask Cat Williams to come on her on tour with her. First of all, why is Cat Williams? Why would he why would he do that? Second of all, why are you asking your fans to do that? And I've seen celebrities do that to apply public pressure. But yeah, like I to that's what
0: I, I But
1: to like companies. Like when Coco Jones dressed up as Tiana and was like, I would love to be Tiana, like that's to get fans to be like, Oh my god, we would love it. and then Disney takes mm-hmm. notice and then they hire her to do it. You're that's not the same thing as a peer to peer like you're Nicki Minaj. Oh, your
0: you Are you team?
1: Yeah, exactly. Like your team should be doing that and like why would you need to pressure like, I I feel like that's not the same, because it, it, him getting Cat Williams to come on tour with you is not your big, it's not a break for you in the same way that playing Princess Tiana would be for Coco Jones.
0: So- I hear she's trying to sell that, that. Um, I remember, like, I was talking to Nadia, my cousin Nadia, who's not, didn't have anything, didn't know much about what was going on. And I was like, right, the one in the street is that she's broke, and she's like, Katie, I find it hard to believe. And I was like, I wasn't going to go back and forth with somebody who didn't see it happen. I obviously people are gonna start conjuring up stuff but it's giving the tour it's not selling well and also like she had people were posting all these records about all these loans and stuff like that obviously Nicki Minaj has some degree of money like be serious but like if she really wants to I mean if she really wants to work with Cat Williams why would he open for your tour that's kind of weird to me why don't you just go on oh he doesn't have a thing go on Club Shay Shay if you're trying to bring awareness to your Tour, if you want people to buy, I mean, she was on Funny Marco, (laughs) which was interesting to me. Funny Marco, I love him. I I, he came to Memphis, I'm so mad I missed him, but um, I that's different. And also, I didn't watch the interview because it was it got weird real quick, and I don't care about enough about Nick Minaj to watch her, um, to watch that interview no matter how much i love funny marco but
1: i don't know now i'm looking at it i'm trying to see what uh because i know that she had perfumes but that's not an endorsement that's her own thing So I was trying to look up to see what huh
0: no i was like i'm curious what you're gonna find
1: what um yeah what endorsements that she's had okay it's it says in 2010 she collaborated with mac Cosmetics. Um, Mattel,
0: the height of her mm -hmm. that was like the height, like she just did, yeah.
1: Mattel did a charity, uh, like a Barbie of her, which I mean, that makes sense. Um, she did a nail polish collection with OPI, hmm it says she signed an endorsement deal with Adidas in 2012 but i don't know did that ever happen She's hmm. she done i guess some comics i don't know and That's she also it? Ma- she she launched oh she launched like a alcohol brand and she was ambassador of the brand but i wonder like also is it a branding thing too cuz like i know whip shots is cardi b's thing because she'd be all up and through the witch the whip shot stuff like i don't know maybe it's the team
0: yeah I, i was just about to say like you matter the wrong people sis like one thing you could say oh Cardi doesn't write her own music whatever i'm like one thing my girl did she got a platform and she finesse the hell out of that platform she got whip shots she went nick like she's a personality and she's always had a personality and i'm not saying the he does just have a personality i actually don't know much about her i've never watched the interview Bethany marco was the first one and i didn't make it five minutes in um but it's like you you talk you worry about lotto she came up lotto acts like meg i mean and also i mean meg it's a little different because i meg wraps down i'm not saying lotto doesn't i'm just saying like that's just we're talking about different categories um but it's like you have the platform and the talent and kind of fumbled it
1: so so she got a couple more things she got she was in a diesel campaign she had a thing with fendi and mark jacobs and rap snacks
0: oh i forgot about rap snacks but
1: rap snacks is kind of like a i'm like everybody got given but um but i didn't know about those fashion campaigns to be honest but i don't know but like i've wondered, i don't know maybe it's because we don't follow her in like because neither of us do but also i still know like Nicki Minaj is huge like I don't have to follow yeah, her. To, I don't even have to follow that, right? her. and We know all of this stuff. You know, like, I mean, all this stuff about this situation. So I still don't think it's the same. Like, I feel like Meg and Cardi are like, they, they have like just an endless amount of like, we doing this now, we doing that now, we doing yeah. this, this, this. Like.
0: And they're they're business. And they always offset. But when they were together, officers talk about that. Like. They, they buy in their landlords, which, like, obviously you can feel how you want to feel about landlords, but, I mean, they own property. Like, they are business people. They say, yeah, we're going to do this little rap, but you can't rap forever. And it's like they have been very clear about building business. And it's like, I'm not saying Nikki doesn't do that. I'm not a fan, so I don't know what she actually be doing. I, I don't know what she be talking about on, on Queen Radio. But it's like, no, she really – um. Like you're talking about
1: business Because Queen Radio I mean they had that exclusive that partnership with Amp, but then Amp shut down. Amp shut down? Mm-hmm, a couple months ago.
0: Hmm. I don't know. Dang, so anyway. I don't know where
1: Queen Queen Radio moving to now, but
0: Oh, it was on AMP.
1: Yeah, like she, she like moved it over to Amp and it was like a whole... it was over there now. But I mean, she go
0: I mean she isn't coming out, she can go anywhere.
1: Which is crazy because I there was something that went on when she had one of her meltdowns. I had listened to Summer Queen radio, and I was like, this is scary. Like, it was crazy. I was,
0: that's why, like... Oh, go ahead.
1: No, I'm just like, she was just yelling and then, like, whispering and then, like, not <laughs> in the
0: microphone. Like, it was just so... Like... <laughs> people in the comments, people were like, me when I'm manic. That's what it Like, gives. for real. That's no, what it seriously. gives. Like... What was I finna say? Um, that's why people aren't perfect and I don't know Crystal but Crystal, the co-host of the read, is getting her whatever it's called when you become a therapist her master's and whatever and so I just find it so interesting that she likes Queen Radio like she be tuned in since the Meg thing, I don't know because obviously like like you said like they had completely different takes on the Meg thing so I, I don't know if that made her stop listening to queen radio since then or whatever. But I've always found it so surprising that Chris, how much Crystal loves queen radio as a mental health professional, you know? So, and it's just like, I wonder why maybe it's gotten worse, like as time has gone by, but, um, and
1: maybe since she's a consistent listener, maybe it's not like that all the time. Yeah. Because there was something that happened that made me tune in. So it was something crazy going on. So maybe that was just like, maybe it's not like that all the time and also some people I remember they said something they was talking about they don't know if that's like some people think she's on coke some people like whatever and I remember them talking about like "Eh, maybe not maybe she's just I mean she could be crazy or maybe she that's just her personality and she's just like an asshole like and she just has a weird way of presenting it like so maybe Crystal doesn't believe that she's like really messed she sound messed up to me like she needs help Like, she needs somebody, she don't need to be interacting with the public right now. She needs to be surrounded by people who have her well-being at heart and handle that. That's what it sounds like to me, but.
0: I feel like it's a combination of all those things. I don't think that's a a drug-free situation. Mm -hmm. I don't know my drugs, so I can't say which ones, but definitely stronger than Advil and not as strong as meth somewhere between there is what I would say um I also think she's not a huge (laughs) range
1: you could have said stronger than marijuana oh
0: okay that's true that's true fine I thought that's what you were gonna
1: say Advil (laughs) (laughs) between Advil and meth okay (laughs) freaking ginger ale is between Advil and
0: meth (laughs) (laughs) um yeah I mean but also not to be like Callous, but I don't really care, so I don't care if she's well or not because I don't think she's a good person. Um, is that bad?
1: I mean, it's not the worst thing. I, I understand, like, you don't care, like, oh my god, somebody help Nikki. Like, yeah, like, I mean,
0: okay, let me rephrase that because she, like, she, uh, like,
1: you, like, let, let in the sense it. that, like. <laughs> no, in, 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 in the sense that, like, a, the sense like, that- <laughs> like, like I care in that, like, okay, she has a kid in the house. Like, yeah. I hope she, like, I don't, I don't wish her no down. Like, I don't, yeah, yeah I like, don't wish, I don't I wish understand her any what harm. you're saying.
0: I don't wish her any harm,
1: but you're not finna be losing sleep it, over like her not being yeah, all there, like, cause care. she has a, every resource to be all there. And like some people, like you know, sometimes you know, obviously we know that's not enough, like. People can have everything in the world and be so miserable. I mean, exhibit A, Nicki Minaj. But, like, and sometimes, like, it could get really bad. But also, some of the ostracization that you faced has come from the fact that you married a sex offender of your own volition. Like, you have made so many, like, choices, so many choices that have been just terrible and yeah, i just don't like
0: a bully i That's
1: just like my main thing yeah like and it's really it she's just really been bad i just hope i hope she found her way out of this and it's yeah
0: i mean yeah i i really i wanted to say more than like i don't wish her any harm because i don't i'm not praying on her downfall she's doing a great job she doesn't need my prayers she's doing a fantastic job on her own um but she needs somebody yeah. But as this pertains to classical music, I'm sure who doesn't even know who Nicki Minaj is is begging to find out. Um, there's definitely long uh, gone. <laughs> oh yeah, they <it> clicked <laughs> off. I might like, we'll come back next week and y'all talk about Mozart. Um, but as we move on, on to our only second bullet, that's crazy. Um, we want to talk about like how this plays out in classical music as a black woman. Period. And the first one is like how being the only one can affect how you treat those around you and um i mean i've never really experienced i don't know if you've experienced that but i've never seen another black person been like no me so like i think there have been situations no, I can't even say that. I'm about to say, like, I, like when there was another black kid in class, like, we banded together. So, like, I don't... And that would be, like, the only thing I can think of, like, where it'd be like, no, I, I want to be high, the, the highest achieving person. I never cared enough. Um, So, yeah, I can't really think of a, a moment in time where, like, having another black person to threatened me. It was more like, period, finally. Where you been?
1: Um, Just to be clear about the, the connection, like, how we said Nikki seems jealous of people like for her within rap is women like she was at the top doing her own thing for a long time and then all of these girls came behind her and it seems that she she has had an issue um being kind to them and just she's had an issue with not being the only person who's really really big now and so that's what we're like connecting to this whole notion of being the only one and how that affects how you treat people that come behind you i too i felt like i've never really been threatened by having another like in classical music of course like another black person in the space i feel like we're both in that sort of mindset of like period where the black people at like It's just never that deep. I have seen it a little bit, but not in any severe, like, case. And I feel like in their case, like, in rap, it's a little different because you're dealing with somebody who has a lot of power in the industry, at least especially if you're just on the come up, like, to you. And then also somebody who you may admire a lot. In classical music, I feel like at least... At least in the spaces that I've been, there hasn't been that necessary like that that imbalance in power to the extreme that it is in this situation. Mm
0: -hmm. I I think I'm of the belief that if there are I mean and I don't know I don't know but I feel like more black female rappers would just help you. (laughs) It will help legitimize not that they need legitimization but like it would just help legitimize female rap I think Kid alluded to that like it made him mad that like you got on here and you just like had an episode on a beat um and it's like you really could have put out a banger you know because it's like they already are so such a disadvantage and it's like you're kind of weird I feel like we're just too advanced a society to. Advancing in our blackness for you to be like oh no just me alone like why would you even want to do it alone and like you only want people listening to you and like you want to be the best it's not a fifth grade field day you know like I don't know that's weird I mean I do know that's weird mm-hmm. but yeah and then there's also this idea uh, speaking of like Nikki there's a significant age I had no idea she was like 40 because I feel like Nikki's been the same age my whole life because I started listening to her like I I found out who Nicki Minaj was because you know I was a very much Christian girly. not that other people aren't I'm just saying I only listened to gospel music when I was in in my formative years so they would put it on in the car with my friends and I'd be like oh this girl's talented like this sounds exciting um she's like 40 something and this idea that, like, you know, if you if you face it in classical music, about older generations wanting you to go through the same thing that they went through, because Nicki exhibits that in a lot of ways, like some type of like weird hazing period where then you you can be the best. Should, girls should not be able to come right on and like come on the scene and now they just blow up, which obviously I, I feel like is honestly just like never the case or rarely the case. May, like a lot of girls that we we view as like overnight successes really have been grinding for years and years and years and they come off of one song it's very rarely you you hop on you hop into garage band you put it on tiktok and now you're you're touring
1: which is crazy because one of the people that that did happen to was ice spice and that's yeah. nikki's pet. so
0: <laughs> yeah i mean I think I have opinions about Ice Spice. I, I, my opinions have changed about Ice Spice over the past couple of months, um, but I won't say it because I know that you love Ice Spice. But I also don't okay. think. <laughs> I also don't think that, and also when I found out she was kind of a mean girl, I was like, "Oh, girl, we don't have enough talent for that." And then I also think that <laughs> Nikki having you under her wing is an insult because she only does it to girls that she's not intimidated by. So that is true.
1: My point. That's true. She does because when you look at the features that she's given out to, like some of the people, I'm like, why are you on a track with this person? And it's because, yeah, she she coaches up to people she's not intimidated by. So that sucks. I do like Ice Spice. I think she's fun, but also, I mean, I brought it up. She is not in the same boat as people that have been working for a long time to get to where they they're going. Like lotto was on the rap game when she was like 13 or something
0: like that like like right she'd been here for her a, a minute right. right and also like when i found like ice spice was i don't know
1: i don't know the details of that stuff i was like when when she first linked up with nikki i was like oh father god and then when all this started happening i was like oh my god i hope she has like an extraction team like because if she say something if she gets jumps on the bandwagon being rude to meg then like Girl, I can't be on your side with it. Like,
0: yeah, so that. Like, that's a that weak line. You think you'd have fought? Like, come on. Like, <laughs> it was cute until I. It, well, it was never cute. I Spice is kind of like, if I see the song on TikTok, I like what the TikTok girl do, doing, which you can't even put her music on TikTok anymore. But, like, when I. You come up for a lotto with this weak line that, like, nobody. That, like, literally anyone in, in any one of my sixth grade violin students could also write. And you didn't even like address it it wasn't ever addressed a lot that song was trending for months that sound bite rather i think she dropped a song like a couple of weeks ago or whatever it was but that's that bite was trending for months no one knew it was by lotto no one knew except for you like she just just gave weird and then like, when she'd be performing she'd just be i just i'm not i turned the corner i turned mm. i turn my cor- the corner on her
1: yeah, I don't know any situ. I don't know anything about the whole thing with her and, and Lotto about what, because people be fabricating beef, but also I don't know. Some people also be like confirming that stuff is oh yeah, this was about this person. So I don't know if she if she's confirmed it. The I have a more nuanced opinion on the performing thing because like respectfully if anybody was overnight success like if you gone from that never having true. performing to you're performing at rolling loud like in three weeks then like i just feel and then like i feel like nothing has slowed down for her since like yeah she's been famous for a minute like but this past year like it's crazy like and respectfully i will be doing everything to, to secure the backs you never know when your moment is fin- finna be over yeah, and it true. seems like her her the tide is turning on her and her moment night. Not- <laughs> Might not last very much longer, yeah, especially Alana with, with Nikki.
0: Alana with Nikki, and she was she's trying to hang on to Taylor Swift's uh, coat string. Like, which I'm, listen, you want Middle America? That's the movie. But
1: it's like it's not your. That's not even your audience at all. It's crazy. She just
0: looks so weird to me. Like she just looks so weird up there. Like, but I'm already biased because I already kind of I turned the corner. So like I was like, this is all I I'm just feel this like
1: here. girl. I'm, uh, I'm going to tune in on the thing. I'm going to look at the pics and I'm going to listen to the songs. But beyond that, I mean, I don't really be in the dealings of, like, oh, they're going back and forth. I don't care. I really just don't care. So.
0: It depends who it is. I'll be, like, when Cardi be going back and forth, and most of the time I'm disappointed because you really could just ignore this unless she's standing up for herself. But it's that's been so rare. It's mm-hmm. always, like, somebody says something about you or Offset, and it's, like, you could just – Go count your crystals you know like go count your ducats like I don't know and also like I, I think I like the idea of like it's like yeah so Drake cause Drake came for her in his last his last album came for Meg sorry be clear so Meg answered that's how you that's how you do that like you do it you are an artist you mm. do it by through your art it, cause it's just weird and also celebrities fascinate me because like when they when y'all are at the beyonce's brunch like so how y'all finna handle that like y'all just finna like how y'all hey like how what's the what's the what's the temperature of the room because y'all be going back and forth like with each other like you're never gonna see that person again like that's always been so fascinating to me
1: also some of the stuff though when i saw that that um ice spice had those trucks with the emojis that said like thank you to shit you're not even a fart riding around and then somebody tagged it and was like listen to sunday service 777 like lotto's fans i was like i feel like their publicists were in contact on that like uh because it looked the the tagging was all perfect and stuff i'm like i feel like this is a publicity stunt because some of rap uh, beef don't be real beef like
0: yeah
1: so also like i was just like i feel like actually that was a good plan if their publicists were in contact on that because well, like
0: a lot of don't need Ice spice like I well it's rum. not
1: a, it, it's not really about that. It's about the fueling the fan bases to all of this back and forth. Like
0: I guess, but what I meant was like when they went to an agreement with that, like I wonder why they I mean, I guess to get your fan base wild, Because she had like, just
1: beef with Nikki, so
0: Oh well, that's elaborate. And Nikki I mean, is—that's how it should be, well thought out and planned. Yeah.
1: And Nikki is a loose cannon, so why would she do? She she probably couldn't set nothing like that up with Nikki. So, yeah, yeah. first
0: of all, them trucks can't even go through a school district. So,
1: and I mean, you could say that, but Sunday Service debuted at number one hundred on the Billboard Hot one hundred. Which, by the way, the chart people making fun of people for charting stuff—it's an absolutely insane feat to be anywhere on that chart. Mm-hmm. but like that could really help it thinking the shit was like way 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 higher so that
0: is true i mean but and the thing with um i spice to be fair is because she had tiktok helping her which that's going to change for a lot of people because of what of, of that agreement or whatever it was but that like i said that bite that sound bite I didn't even know what it was from because it was, I thought somebody did use AI for Ice Spice's voice because she dropped that bite before, like long before she dropped the song, so I was like, um, TikTok helps artists,
1: but I feel like it don't help streams that much because you got to click out to TikTok to go stream a song.
0: That is
1: true. And we but, did yeah. this whole thing about data about artists, how many artists that go viral on TikTok actually transfer into artists is a very small number. Mm. Extremely, extremely small. Mm. So, but TikTok has helped. I mean, her career, I, the whole thing. The, the whole thing,
0: thing. Is <laughs>
1: Like, but I do think, yeah, she's... A lot of people are turning the corner.
0: A lot of people yeah. are. Yeah. And she she knows it. That's why she's... Well, maybe she doesn't know it, but like... Yeah, girl, I don't know. you have to rap better but also you i did say i might give her record a try like her album a try might yeah. uh when it when it comes out but um i gotta wrap up soon so uh any closing remarks on is
1: um oh well i mean i do think this idea that like people have to go through whatever you went through does like exist in classical music. And I just seen, there was a post that was going around apparently on Facebook. And then I saw somebody put it on Twitter of like, I think it was a professor at Juilliard who was like, mad cause like students. Oh, they can't come to class. Like it was like a eight o'clock or 8am class or whatever. And it was like these new students just have so many excuses. And my, my teacher would have said this, this and that. And, and, and it would have been tough love, but they just like basically saying like these, t- these new students too soft. And there's a lot of, I've just seen, I mean, it's not exclusive to classical music at all. But, I mean, obviously, cause we're using something else as a jumping off point, but that notion that like, oh, I had to go through this or like, we can never reevaluate our common practices so that they're actually better for the people who are affected by them. Like it's just, dumb to me
0: yeah, remember I remember when i was visiting somewhere my i had was meeting with a former professor and he was like these new kids they have mental health days what is that and it was it's like i mean he's an older man and it's like i'm like it's just a different time <laughs> like people are more you know and luckily i don't think it was a knowing him it really wasn't a I didn't have that, so why do y'all, it really wasn't, it never gave that. It was just confusion. But it was just like, and also, he's a comedian, so there's also a little bit of that in there, but it's like there is this whole thing where like generations, every generation makes it better for the one, for the ones after it, and it's like, yes, there should be mental health days, and Generate one generation figured out that that should be a thing, and now they are there are, you know, and you that's just how time and space works. That's why you um don't have to fill your shower up before you turn it on, because someone was like, oh, what if we had like automatic water, running water, um, um. Uh, so I always found that to be incredibly strange. I also, like I, a little bit of that in my family, like oh, when I was your age, I'm like, yeah, you were carrying water on your head in Jamaica. We were, why are we even having this conversation? <laughs> we're not Girl. talking about the same thing.
1: Because my mom loved it. I had real problems. It's on her lines.
0: I'm like, and I w- that's so in- interesting to me because no, you didn't. In that our planet is dying. You know, we're actually to a point. It's the, also, I learned today, it's no longer called global. We're past global warming. It's actually global boiling. So <laughs> like that, that was news, but they are distracting us with so many other things. Um, of course, the U.S. is the number one, um, contributor to toxic fumes in the in the atmosphere see gaza all that destruction they literally leveled an entire like, they just leveled it they leveled gaza so all that C, uh, co2 in the atmosphere yeah where we that i i learned that this morning and i just tucked it away yeah global warming is a thing of the past
1: global boiling is crazy
0: insane but that's what we are
1: and but i mean in my thing with that was like the whole i have real problems i had real problems i was like you did but i mean that doesn't mean other people don't too and also like i feel like they think like oh well i pushed it down and i did it so you should do that too and it's just like no because what you're not seeing is that now the, everyone else is having to deal with the effects of what you won't fix right and and that's not just that probably happened to you too you had to deal with the effects of what your mama didn't mm-hmm. fix and so on and so on and so on but like at some point like <laughs> it's gonna have to. I mean, it's gonna stop with me because I'm not having no kids. But like, not everybody people be wanting to have kids, and you should, and if you want to have kids, then you should be able to like do that without you know having to worry about all this all this crazy stuff. But people need you know the resources to be able to fix in the the desire to. because that's yeah. the problem. Some people don't have the desire to make, you know the best environment that they can for themselves and their kids. Mm -hmm.
0: Like, do I believe that my mom had real problems in that? Like you had to immigrate to an entire new country. Like at four, of course, of course, of course. I just feel like there's just other factors that like, look at the world we're inheriting. Like you literally don't know if you go to the grocery store, if you're going to be gunned down. Like there is like overarching chaos and stress that you don't, I mean, even though you are on this timeline with us, like we are just starting out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, so it's just like it's like baked it's a, in, like. Yeah, it's a lot going on. But I don't know. Let us know your thoughts on this. Um, my bookie bear Emmanuel texted me lots of thoughts on this. I need to text him back. But um I want if you are aware of this beef, I wanna hear. So if you don't got anything else, moving on. All right, y'all, it's time for Black Excellence, where we hype you up, gas you up, and give you your props because there's room for everyone at the top. This week, I'm talking about John Holiday. He is a what are you saying. This is so ghetto. Um, a tenor. I saw on my social media. Um, Baba Tunde reposted him, and I was like, who is this man? Um, so you know how like the he he's been hailed. Oh, he's a counter tenor. My bad. My bad. My bad. My bad. One of the finest contenters of his generation. That's what the Los Angeles Times said. Someone else said a thing of astonishing beauty called his voice that if you ever said that to me, you wouldn't, no one else could say anything else to me. Um, you know how the vocal girls do. They list everything they'll be doing and everything they have done. I'm going to uh, just do some of them this season. Um, He's saying Messiah with the height of society. Um, he is doing January. Oh, that's over. My bad. He did uh, Handel's Agrippina with the Dutch National Opera, February. Um, He's doing Stabat Mater, oh, Progoleses. I don't know that composer. But the Los Angeles Chamber Orchestra. So he out here, he be doing a whole bunch of stuff. Um, He's performed all over the world, including Carnegie Hall, the Kennedy Center, Lincoln Center, uh, Paris. Um, He went on tour with Gustav. Um, the in an LA Phil um, he's been all over outside of classical music he excels in jazz gospel and pop music he opened for uh, Jason Mraz in 2018 at the Grammys um, he's also performed uh, at the Apollo Theater w- with the Oswald Boateng Harlem Runway Show um, he's performed uh, with Jamie Foxx Oh no, performances well that'll be cool. But performances attended by Jamie Fox. It is Elba he's so fine. Um, and Dapper Dan. So uh shout out to you, Mr. Holiday, all you doing. And yeah, check him out. He's dope.
1: Period. My piece of the week is The Alumni by Chris Bowers, which was the closing piece in the last repair shop
0: period well thank you so much for listening to classically black podcast don't forget to follow us on social media at classically black podcast if you a we- piece of the week suggestion a black X suggestion or an interim message suggestion send it to classically black podcast at gmail.com join the ebony tower they watched this whole episode today on patreon that's patreon.com slash classically black podcast if you're black join isbm that's eyes IS black musicians on social media eyes black musicians.com we have merch get you something That's ClassicBlackPodcast.com slash store. Thank you so much for listening, and we will talk to y'all next week. Bye, y'all. Bye.